I do. This is one of the highest privileges I have, is sharing with you guys. And like, getting to share your walk with you. Really a real privilege. And um, I know I talk about this a lot, but I've really been feeling how God wants us to understand more about his love. And because um, as Christians, you know, we read the Bible and try to do what's right. And oftentimes we don't see all of the fruit that comes from us doing the right thing. Or, you know, where we pray and we don't see the answers. And, um, and so I felt like God wanted you to know that When we live for him, he makes us famous in heaven. <laughs> so it says in Isaiah that there's a book written about each of our lives. And um, when we do things wrong and we ask for forgiveness, those things are erased from the book. So in heaven, there's a book of our lives full of all the good things <laughs> that we've done. And it will be there for eternity for people to read. And uh, when we became Christians, the angels had a party. So they know, the angels who are there at that party know about us becoming Christians. And the Bible says that there's angels given to everyone. Not one angel, but angels. It says, be careful what you do to my children because their angels are always before my Father in Heaven. And uh, these angels, they go and report to God what's happened to us and what we do. Although God knows everything, but that's what the Bible says, that there's angels who go and stand before Him. And so there's a record of what we do. And God is a rewarder. And the rewards He gives are far greater than what we've done. It's like if you do an hour's worth of work and God gives you a million dollars. That's what it's like. And um, what it's like is like in heaven, the angels are going to come up to you and say, oh, I know you. You're the one that you know took the job you didn't want to take because God told you to. <laughs> Or, oh yeah, you're the one who stopped and prayed for somebody when you felt stupid, but you asked them if they wanted prayer anyway because God asked you to. And like, what you've done is going to be famous. Oh yeah, you're the one who didn't yell back at her father. <laughs> like, what we've done is going to be famous. And the stories of what you've done here will be told in heaven. Like, um, in Revelation, uh, Jesus, one of the things, one of the rewards that Jesus talks about is how um, he will tell our story to the Father. And so Jesus goes to the Father and says, hey, did you hear, you know, did you hear what they did today? This is what they did. And they talk about what we did. And the angels who are before him around the throne hear what we did that day, because they're talking about it in front of them. Like it's, um, you know, we read in the Bible about David and about Hosea and about all these people in the Bible, but in heaven, they know about you just like that. 
you know, because we're faithful, that makes us famous in heaven. And on Judgment Day, Judgment Day kind of sounds kind of scary because we think we're going to pay for all the things we did wrong. <laughs> but that's actually not true because when we ask for forgiveness, he's faithful to forgive us. So those things we're not being judged on when we've asked for forgiveness. What happens on Judgment Day is God pays us for all of our deeds. So for every good deed you've done, you will be paid. And like I said, one hour's work is like a million dollars. Like, the rewards are going to be so huge. And we look at our lives and we think, oh, but I did that wrong and I did that wrong. But Nami was reminding me today that uh, she works with kids, you know, and kids do things wrong and, you know, you have to discipline them, but you're not really angry at them, you know, like, <laughs> they, because they're kids, right? That's what we are to God, right? Mm -hmm. We're... We're all his kids. And so when we do something wrong, yes, it's wrong, and yes, he disciplines us. But he doesn't stand there scolding us. You know, he loves us so much. And the Bible says, while we were yet in our sin, Christ died for us. I want you to imagine um, how many people have nieces or nephews? Do you have a niece or nephew? Okay, so um, imagine you had a niece or a nephew, right? Uh, really young, maybe two years old, and they always ran away, because two-year-olds always run away. <laughs> and you have to tell them, don't run on the road, don't run on the road, don't run on the road, right? So they're always running on the road, right? So, um, uh, and I want you to imagine that you've gone on a trip uh, with uh, your brother or your sister and your nieces and nephews, and you're in charge of looking after this one little uh, niece or nephew that day. And uh, what happens is, of course, they run into the road. But that time there was a car coming. And the car swerved so they wouldn't hit your niece or nephew. And they hit a wall instead, and that person died. But in this country, if you kill somebody, you're killed because they have capital punishment in this country. And they don't, like, they don't care that it's a two-year-old. Like, if the two-year-old killed somebody, the two-year-old will die, right? Mm -hmm. So what happens is you decide that you'll say you were the one who was running into the road and they missed you, mm -hmm. right? So they would kill you instead of your niece and nephew because you're old enough to know they didn't know any better mm -hmm. and you've lived your life and you want them to have a life, mm -hmm. right? So, so they kill you instead of the niece or nephew, right? Wouldn't you hope for that child to grow up and be a good person? <laughs> right? That what you did would make a difference in their life. This is sort of what God did for us. We can't really understand what he did for us. Just like that two-year-old couldn't really understand what you would do for them. You know, we can't really understand. We try to understand. And it's every day more and more we, we understand what God did for us. You know, and... God is so thrilled when we are faithful to him because his sacrifice has meant something in our life and we understand it.
when we, God doesn't want bad things to happen to us. But he uses everything for our good, the Bible says. Mm -hmm. It's kind of like if you're playing chess and you make a move where the other opponent gets to take your pawn, but then you get to take their bishop. Mm -hmm. Every move is like that for God. <laughs> Whenever something bad happens to us, he gives us something better. Every move, everything is used for our good. He loves us so much that when the enemy takes something from us, he uses it for our good. But it's hard to see sometimes. Jamie was saying how um, she's really been seeing God's answers to prayer and how God answers prayer. So exciting when God answers prayer, especially when we've been praying for something for a long time. And equally, it's discouraging when we don't see answers to prayer. And sometimes it feels like it's just too late. You know, we prayed for our grandfather to become a Christian, and he died without, as far as we know, becoming a Christian. You know, sometimes it seems like it's just too late. Like that just didn't work out. That's what it seems like. And when that happens, we lose faith. My good friend Nadine, her mom had cancer, and they prayed for her to be healed of cancer, but she died. And um, her faith really took a hit. It was really hard for her. What do you do with that? When there's no good answer. I mean, people have answers. Oh, well, she's in heaven now, she's happier. Or, well, we don't have enough authority. Like, it's possible to be healed, but we don't have enough authority yet. We don't have Jesus' authority yet. We're moving that way, but we don't, so she wasn't healed. Or, maybe if she lived, she would have gone through something horrible. You know, like, there's lots of, people give lots of answers. But I mean, when your mom has died, none of them are good enough. Like, nothing really answers. And, so Nadine had a choice. Would she still have faith in God even though she couldn't understand? And she really struggled. Like, she really struggled with, did she think God was loving even though these bad things happened? And um, after her mom died, her family went crazy. <laughs> she came to live with my family for a while. It was not good. And... Uh, she really struggled. And in the end, she decided that she was going to have faith, that she would believe even though she didn't understand. Because sometimes that's what faith is. We know God. We know he loves us. We know he's good. And there's just no answer that we can understand. When we get to heaven, we'll understand. But now we just can't. And she decided to have faith. She chose God. And that made God burst with pride, like you would for a little kid that um, did the right thing, even though it was hard for them. You know, you're watching a little kid struggling. Should I take the cookie or shouldn't I? And they decide they won't take the cookie because they know it's wrong. You know, you just... You really are so proud of them. It's not an important thing, but you're so proud of them. That's what it's like for God. He's so proud of us for our weak attempts to have faith in Him. 
And when we get to heaven, the rewards that he will give us, we cannot imagine them. There will be houses, and there will be clothes, and it talks about food, and it talks about crowns. There are so many rewards in heaven, and we have them forever. When you walk down the street in heaven, and you wear certain clothes, people will know it's because of your faithfulness. It talks about the robe of righteousness, but it talks about other clothes as well. When you walk down the street with certain crowns, people will know they were faithful in adversity. They were faithful in hard times. They'll know it about you. Because God will reward us, the Bible says, for that. And there'll be a book that's recorded what you've done for God. And when I was watching you guys worship tonight, I just felt God's pride in you. Just because uh, you were worshiping with abandon. And it was such a beautiful sound to him. Because he knows the hard times a lot of you are going through. And still you worship. And Worship with an open heart. And I felt like he wanted to say thank you. Thank you for being so faithful when it's so easy to walk away or to give up or to yell back at your father. <laughs> it's so easy. And he really sees the perseverance. And when it feels like it's all for nothing, he wants you to know that's not true. That's a lie from the enemy, and he doesn't want you to believe it. It's so worth it. It's so worth it. Everything you do for God, every decision you make for him, he honors, he honors, he honors it. And he's so looking forward to the day when he walks with you in heaven and everyone can see what you did for him. Because now it's hidden. But it, the Bible says that what's hidden on earth will be shouted from the rooftops in heaven. And it will be shouted before you, this person was faithful. This person was faithful. That's what judgment day is like. It's the day when you receive rewards for what you've done here on earth. And God's writing them all down. He's writing them down. And he talks about them with Jesus. And they don't forget. They don't forget. He has a really big fridge. And he puts pictures of your life up on the fridge. <laughs> this is my daughter, you know. The day she received the Holy Spirit, <laughs> it goes up on his fridge. This is my daughter on the day that she prayed for her friend. Even though her friend might think she was a little silly. <laughs> when 
we pray and we pray and we pray, and it seems like it's too late when my friend Nadine's mom died. Those prayers aren't for nothing. Like, the Bible says that God gathers our prayers in a bowl. And it says that our prayers are on an altar before him. Prayers and incense are on an altar before him. And they go up and make a fragrant incense for him to smell. Like our prayers aren't just for our mom or for our sister or for us. They're for God too. He keeps them. <laughs> they smell good to him. Our prayers smell good to him. They bring him pleasure. Nothing you do for God is wasted, even when it looks like it's too late. And he wants you to know when you've prayed for something in your life. Like, I just feel like a lot of you are praying for something in your life right now, and the answer is a long time in coming. And it's hard. Like, you need this thing to change. You need it to change. You need a person to change. You need a thing to change. And you've been praying for a long time, and it's hard. And... I just feel like he wants to tell you how pleased he is with your faith. That the Bible says that we are the light of the world. And it tells us that the spiritual things are more real than the natural things. The physical things are a shadow of spiritual things. And so when he says we're the light of the world, in reality we can't see the light. But in the spiritual realm, in the heavens, Christians shine. So if we could see what angels see, angels walk down the street and they can see who's a Christian and who's not. Because Christians shine and people who aren't Christians don't shine. Because we're the light of the world. And when we pray and pray and pray and pray and pray and we exercise our faith, we shine brighter and brighter and brighter and brighter. The Bible says that in heaven, we will be as stars. Just like one star differs from another star, we will be like stars, it says. Well, some stars are very small, and some stars are very big. They shine with different amount of light. And when you pray, you shine with more faith. You exercise more faith. The Bible says that everyone has faith. But we exercise our faith to a different degree. And when you've been praying for something for a long time, you are truly exercising your faith. And in the spiritual realm, it can be seen. They can see your faith. You shine bright like the stars in heaven. That's what it says. You shine bright. Nothing you do is lost or wasted. When God seems to come too late, the reason is we can't see the whole picture. My mom does cross-stitching. And um, if you look at the back of her cross-stitches right now, they're really clean and neat. But if you look at the back of her cross-stitches a few years ago, all the lines went this way and that way. She learned how to make it neater over the years. But it's like we're looking at the back of one of my mom's old cross-stitchings. We can sort of see the picture, but there's all these lines in the way, crosses going everywhere. You know, when you turn over, you can see the actual picture. Like, the Bible says that um, we see as though in a mirror. 
But the mirrors when the Bible were written weren't good mirrors. Not like our mirrors today. It wasn't like that. <laughs> it was like, you know, looking in water and seeing yourself. You know, we see sort of. Sort of we see. You know. And it really takes faith to continue on. And I just felt like I was so pleased with this group's faith and with all that's going on and with the growth. And I was just thinking, wow, like, it's such a privilege being involved with you guys in, in your life. and Because everybody is so precious to God. And he won't just... God doesn't just easily give over ministry. Like, he doesn't just give ministry to everybody. You know, he's very specific in who he chooses to minister to people. And so I'm so privileged that he trusted me with your lives. That I'm allowed to teach you guys. is very honoring of me, because I know how he feels about you. And he wouldn't just give your lives to anybody. And when you guys minister to your friends, that's God trusting you. He wouldn't just, nobody's life, God doesn't, God hands over nobody's life easily. When you minister to your friends, he is honoring you. And I just hear how many of you are ministering to people, and he's just so honoring of you guys in this group. And really, you have proven yourself trustworthy. Because when we meet God, the first thing he does is he proves that he's trustworthy. He says to you, I'm trustworthy. You can trust me. I gave up my life for you. I'm trustworthy. And then the second thing he does is he, he says, are you trustworthy? Will you follow me? Will you do the right thing? And you guys have really proven yourselves trustworthy because he's given you ministry. And you pray for people. And he's so pleased and so proud and really happy. <laughs> really happy. Okay. That's what I'm going to say for tonight. <laughs> Rest, I'll be later. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for coming back and making us cry. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>